This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm spooked. Spooked? Yeah. What about? Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm on my way over here. <laughs> Uh-oh. I made a discovery. Uh-huh. I have a theory. Okay. I think the jinx lives in my building. Tim, the- uh, well, you know, I was going to say, Tim, the jinx died years ago, but that is just what the media told us. Yeah, that's what Robert Durst wants us to think. Of course, he's the man has faked his own death before, right? Probably. Well, I know that at least he, pre- it, he right? pretended to be a mute woman for a while. Yeah. And he cut somebody into pieces that he killed, but then claimed like, oh, I didn't kill him, but I did cut him up into pieces. And they were like, oh, there is no crime against that. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm not sure if he lives in my building, uh-huh. uh, my or building. if he's just like hiding in there looking for yeah, exactly, a uh, right? possible victim. Look, the jinx at the end of his life. <laughs> Look at the end the jinx at the end of the day. It's a good man. <laughs> at the end of his life, he wasn't looking so hot. No, no, he certainly wasn't. I think that's part of what led to him dying. <laughs> <laughs> this old man, well, that's what he wants you to think. Right, yeah. This old man that I saw, uh-huh. look, it was dead ringer for Robert Durst, Yeah, but like jinx era Robert Durst. Oh, okay. Maybe now, he got he, some uh, some back alley surgery, some he, work done. He might have gotten some back alley surgery. He might have... I don't know, been... Uh, Faking looking old the whole time? Not looking old, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't that... He didn't die of... Well, I guess he did in some ways <laughs> die of being old, but uh-huh. like, I don't know, what do you have, like some organ failure or something? Yeah, something that like that. That was probably all of fake, so he could yeah. uh, be snuck out the back in a body bag. That, those, that organ probably wasn't even his in the first place. He probably <laughs> took it from somebody else, put it in there. Uh, so that they would see it and be like, oh, yeah, this must be a bad, bad uh, liver. The other explanation mm-hmm. is that somebody in my building, an old man, is uh-huh. like, well, I'm an old man now. I got to settle on a look. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, uh, I saw a poster for a TV show. <laughs> right. Uh, with, with uh, the guy. This, old this guy, guy looks pretty, pretty sharp. Sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he modeled his look after the jinx. Now... Did the Jinx have a distinct enough look? It, putting aside when he was pretending to be a mute woman <laughs> right, right. for a while. Uh, I, I, did he have a... I feel like he was just kind of like... He dressed pretty nice. Yeah, he was yeah. a billionaire. He yeah, dressed yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, he didn't have, like, a distinctive look. No. I mean, he, terrifying. Right, right. Bo- uh, chills you to the bone when you see him. Yeah, but he was like the kind of guy that wears like a, like a blazer with like a shirt and no tie. That was that was the jinxes. Sometimes, look, or like. sometimes it was more formal. Was it? Oh, yeah, like, like when a, he was in court? Yeah, sure. sure. Is, is this guy more formal, this old man? No, nah, this guy was what, what you described. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and also, I, I guess he didn't get like plastic surgery to make his face look more like the jinx. He just has a jinxy face. A lot of old guys out there too, Tim. It's uh, it's just kind of a problem. You want to know a revelation that I had uh, this week? Was that that uh, I think you're gonna drag me for? But uh-huh. I think if you would just give me a chance and think about it for one second, uh-huh. it makes some sense. Okay. When you see an old guy, like uh-huh. a really old guy, right? you're like, oh, this poor old guy. Right? <laughs> Do you think that about every old guy? No, no, you, see? You, see, you see an old guy, right? And you're uh-huh. like, this old guy, he's probably like, 
you know, you see him, like a yeah. guy that you uh-huh. pass on the street, and uh-huh. you're like, that's just an old guy, yeah. right? <laughs> right? That that's... guy, for most of his life, uh-huh. wasn't a really old guy. No. So he's probably getting used to it, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I always think of, like, I think people, uh-huh. younger people, like uh-huh. us, young Gen Z, <laughs> right. Zoomers right. like us, uh-huh. we see old people, and we're like, eh, we'll, we'll write them off. They're just a bunch of old cranks. But yeah. it's like- no, for most of their lives, they were young like us. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, middle-aged, at least. Uh, well, like they probably thing. were middle-aged most of their life, by definition. Like, yes. They, they spent uh, a majority of their life under the age of 50. Yeah, for so the they're most probably part. like, you know the way that like sometimes you see like, uh, you know, I don't know if you have like family, like younger cousins or yeah. something. I have like younger cousins in mm-hmm. like their early 20s and i'm just like oh i can hang with them right and like that's probably and like no i can't like they don't want to they're they're using slang and lingo that i don't understand this old man that i'm seeing on the street Uh maybe this jinx fella in my in my apartment (laughs) he's like ah 40 year old i'm practically that it's like no (laughs) get out of here yeah is he on the way to do a podcast with his friend maybe i'll tag along Mm -hmm. tim if you ever show up at my house with some old man that looks like the jinx podcast is over it's done (laughs) There, there won't even be an announcement. You'll just stop seeing the show show that up in your would feed. Be, that'd be a f- fantastic way to go out. Yeah, because I always just, I don't even look through the people because I'm expecting you and I open the door. Yeah, you see the jinx step. Oh, if, boy. If that, that would be enough to kill me. You knew I was coming. Me. You buzz me in. Uh-huh. Knock on the door. You still make me knock on the door every week. I don't make you knock on the door. It's just I don't know. I'm I'm not on the ground floor, so it takes a minute for you to to get up here. Okay, but you hear a knock on the door. I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna see Tim, and mm-hmm. you see the Jinx himself. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I'd probably just die right there. <laughs> you d- yeah. <laughs> just die of fright, uh, and, and just like uh, there Robert Durst impersonators. Are there Robert Durst impersonators? I doubt it. I mean, you might be able to throw some money at this old guy. To to, uh, perform your wedding. (laughs) But you said this old guy, uh, he already dresses sharp. So I guess you, you, you you might not be able to just throw him like 20 bucks to come scare the shit out of me at my house. Yeah, I know. They're all on fixed incomes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe. Just offer him a nice new blazer or something mm. like that. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. Or tantalizingly, or something nicer. 500 bucks. You pay him 500 bucks? To perform my wedding ceremony? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about just coming to scare me. Oh no, coming to scare you? No, I I like try to confuse him and get him into an Uber, and then you know, it's be like, oh, we're going to see your grandson or something. So, but but you would hire him for a wedding? Yeah. Okay. If I wanted that, I'm already married, Tom. Right. Okay. If we ever renew I, our vows, yeah, and this old man that looks like the Jinx is still alive, oh I'll, boy, I'll, then then you'd know that you guys are really serious about each other. Renewing the vows, renewing them in front of the jinx. Exactly. Yeah, you're like I'm. I'm willing to take my life in the into my own hands uh, just to confirm how much I love you. <laughs> what kind of what, what kind of guy do you think? Or would it be worth it for my wife and I to renew our vows and invite family and friends <laughs> uh-huh. just to have this guy look that looks like the Jinx perform the ceremony? I think just to confuse he'd our have family to and really friends. look like the Jinx. He'd Tom, and sound like him. Well, I don't know. I didn't talk to him. He'd have I was, to be. <laughs> I was too freaking terrified. He'd have to be up there burping during the, uh, during the burping like is if anybody has any reason these two should not be wed. Oh, the burping. Speak now, because like he's nervous. He doesn't want somebody to say right. No. Yeah, I mean, I think the jinx. Yeah, he 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 would he would want everything to go smoothly. Yeah, they went smooth. All of his marriages went smoothly. <laughs> Maybe not the best guy, huh? No. In that context, how are you doing this week, uh, Tim? Uh, I'm good. Great. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I had Any some... run-ins with the Jinx? Yeah, no run-ins with the Jinx. Told you some lady was screaming at me the other day and told me I had a flat head. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other, I forget if I mentioned that on the show. 
but yeah, other than that, uh, uh, things are going smoothly as far as my interactions with uh, strangers outside. Yeah. Like flathead, like flat top from uh, Dick Tracy. I don't know what she meant. She was well. She also is mad that I that I keep following her from city to city. So yeah. I don't think she really had. Uh, She's got a point about the flathead, though, Tom. Uh, does she? My head's flat. You're like a freaking flathead screwdriver over here. What is that like? So skinny? <laughs> it comes to a point at the top, like a yes, I don't like know. a mohawk. Tim, look, we're not here this week to talk about uh, silly frivolousness like the Jinx and some lady. Silly frivolousness like the Jinx. <laughs> and, well, a man who looks like the Jinx. And uh, and uh, uh, I'm gonna some... get to the bottom of this guy's. Deal, what do you though? mean you're gonna get to the bottom? I'm gonna of see it? what his life is like. Why? So we so can it... hire him for. <laughs> <laughs> not hiring this guy. We're not taking any of the the podcast money for that either. Yeah, I'll take what I'll take what I need. <laughs> yeah, that's coming out of your share then, Tim. We're not talking about these frivolities this week. Uh, we're talking about scientific breakthroughs, something a lot of listeners come to hear first from us. Yeah. I mean, there will be probably a lot of people hearing this first from us. I know. I heard it first from you when you suggested we do it as a topic. So there you go. Classic Tom episode, folks. Uh, Well, I'm often thought of as the more scientific mind of the two of us. I think uh, that might be true. You know, it, when it's a topic like, uh, uh, what's two plus two? People know, like, oh, it's a Tim Yeah, episode. mathematics is more <laughs> my field. It's an hour of this guy trying to figure out what two plus two is. You know, it must be a Tim episode. It's good, it's, uh, it's, it's good audio, Tom. <laughs> or, or topics like, do old people know they're old? <laughs> I know old people know they're old. It's just I don't think they get the respect they deserve. No, that's true. Well, of course. But I I saw like a post on Reddit the other day where somebody was talking about like, uh, is it weird that I'm like in my 40s, but I still think I'm like 25? And people were like, no, I'm like 75 years old and I still think of myself the way I was when I was like, I'm reminded by my body that i'm not but uh but yeah like your mind stays the same you you think the same way usually yeah and my body is better than most 25 year olds that's probably why they wouldn't hang out with you that time they're intimidated yeah they were intimidated they're like how what is this man three percent body fat is how he did drinking he... uh elixir from the fountain of youth yeah did he not drink uh water for two weeks before this family reunion <laughs> just so he could look extra cut um all my younger cousins revere me, Tom. Just just to be clear, right? They but they just don't want to talk to you, <laughs> so I have a, a conversation. I don't know. They just think I'm sus. <laughs> you got mad at me for saying that. I know. I was trying to use uh, Zoomer slang, Tom. And also, you shouldn't be saying sus. I should be saying sus so that uh, they don't think I'm sus, <laughs> so that they think I'm one of them still. I I I don't need to relitigate the chuggy thing. <laughs> Tim, this week we're talking about LK99. You know, a lot of times on this show we cover new compounds people have <laughs> scientists have written papers is about. Is this what the the name of the episode is going to be? LK99? I think so, right? What else would it be? I don't, I don't think... know, but like it I mean, seems I'm like sh- a mistake. Right. Right. It's like, uh, oh, let's look at these complete guide episodes. Hot dogs. <laughs> like uh, some like metadata error. <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And then uh, what's this one? Teal Day apostrophe. <laughs> dash, dash. Uh, I'm sure once like DuPont or whatever buys this, they'll, they'll come up with uh, some catchy uh, marketing name. They'll, they'll go through a list of like 10,000 things and then they'll call it like Laser Rock. Right. Sure. Tom, mm-hmm. first off, yeah. what are what is this? I I don't understand it. I read an article about uh-huh. it and it was a lengthy article mm-hmm. written for like it was like 
uh, a common person's guide to this, <laughs> and I didn't understand any of it. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I used to be smart, Tom. But not like in science and stuff. Yeah, in science. In chemistry? Stuff. Yeah. When? High school. That's like high school. And then you stopped paying attention to it at all. Yeah. And 20 years went by. I know. And you forgot. And so I'm not smart okay. anymore. Well, maybe you that. should go back to high school. I'd like to. Yeah, I know. And they keep they turning find, down they your keep request. They saying, I'm sus. <laughs> say, Sorry, sir. You're just too sus. So that's the, the Even tw- the 27-year-old is, is, is superintendent. younger than me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, uh, I'm afraid you're sus and you're giving all the students the ick. So we can't have <laughs> the you The ick is a thing? Yeah. Ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I oh, can, oh I, can, I, got, I, I got the ick from that guy. That's what you say. Ah. All right. I'm coming around on this <laughs> slang. <laughs> I mean, that is good slang. It's like, yeah, that's, that's a good way to describe a feeling somebody can give you. Yeah. I mean, there are words that can... Yeah, but I feel like you'd be like, I got bad vibes from that guy, or or that guy like creeped me out, he was a little bit weird. But saying, like, I got the ick from him, it's like, I got like a a physical reaction to the way that person is. Okay. Well, I gave all the kids the ick, apparently. (laughs) I'll own it. It's fine. Tim, uh, I'm going to... I'm. Gonna tell you what uh, the Verge dot coms uh, their their explanation of what this <laughs> the is. The Bird dot com. <laughs> no, Tim. The Verge dot com, not the Bird dot com. Why would that website? What is? I don't the... know. That's why I was so incredulous. Yeah, <laughs> you'd believe something uh, from a bird site. But I don't I know what you. this is. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, it, it is this related bird to related? Birds. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh. I don't know if this could help birds in any way. Mm, well. I'm thinking about it. In fact, well, I... Wait till my mind gets going. I, I, I learn what this thing is. I can think of one way it might be detrimental to birds. Oh, no. Which I'll, how's that for a tease? <laughs> <laughs> Get people to listen to the whole thing. Uh, TheVerge.com says, LK99 is a polycrystalline, that means multiple crystallines, uh-huh. uh, yeah, material made out of lead, oxygen, and phosphorus that's been, quote, doped or infused with copper. Why are we talking about it? Because, Tim, this is potentially the the world's first room temperature, ambient pressure, superconductor. And of course, I know what a superconductor is. Yeah, right now you're thinking uh, a guy on a train wearing a wearing a Superman cape, <laughs> collecting tickets. Perhaps. <laughs> so a superconductor for the audience, for the common man. Yeah, for for you know the under ten crowd listening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A superconductor, Tim, is basically this idea that well, so superconductors exist, but. The problem is... But what does a superconductor do? Let me, let me tell we... you what a superconductor is. It is... you. Do you remember from, like, uh, I guess this probably would have been physics class in, in uh, high school or whatever, maybe even college physics if you took it, yeah. uh, electricity, anything about electricity and how it works. Yeah. So you remember, like, resistance is a thing in electricity? Sure. So, like, certain things, everything has a level of resistance, which is why, you know, if I took a a live wire, had you hold that wooden table, and I put it to the other end of the table, there's too much resistance, you wouldn't get shocked. Right. But... If you're holding a metal pole and I touch the other end, well, there's less, less resistance, resistance. You will get shocked. However, uh, you it's know, like, this is magnificent, Tom. It's like Bill Nye himself <laughs> is here explaining this to me. Thanks. So Keep that, going. So that's the the conductivity of 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 uh, material. So it's more conductive, conducive. Con- I think conductive still. I don't okay. think it would be conducive. <laughs> Uh, the less resistance yeah. there is. So okay. a superconductor has a super low resistance. A superconductor has zero resistance. What the hell? Yeah. Or okay. or maybe like you know uh, close negligible. To zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
And you know, I'm I'm probably getting all this wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but as far as I understand, that's 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 what a superconductor is, just a material that has no resistance. Now, these materials do exist today. However, the big caveat as uh as Santa Claus said when he saw the M&Ms, <laughs> they do exist. Right. <laughs> These, I'm glad you interrupted me to <laughs> say that. Uh, That's what I'm here for, Tom. Uh, Superconductors exist today. However, the, the big catch to them, the big caveat, is that they do not work, the ones we have today do not work at room temperature or ambient pressure. Ambient pressure being like the level of pressure we're both in right yeah. now. One atmosphere of pressure. Um, Basically, they don't work in unless they're in very very controlled environments. Yeah, they need to be super cooled, so they need to be like, you know, can't they think of other terms than super? Oh, the superconductor needs to be super cool. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean it accurately describes if if somebody was like, "Oh, it needs to be cold." Oh, okay, I'll put it in my No, you idiot, super cold. Right. Oh, okay. Super just tells you you need you need something you're not gonna find uh, laying around the house to do it right. Um, so yeah, I mean the superconductors nowadays they need to be not just cold like you know a negative four hundred degrees cold or whatever close to like absolute zero uh, to work properly. And uh, so obviously that takes a tremendous amount of electricity and energy to cool it. So then it's like. Well, this isn't even worth it because we're spending more energy cooling this thing than we would have lost if we just used a different kind of uh, conductor. But there are certain um, uh, uses where it's still worth it to do that because there's just not another way. Uh, A common one is MRI machines. Right. So, like, MRI machines are huge uh, and loud and expensive. They go bang, bang, clang, clang, clang. You ever get an MRI? Yeah. And they have, like, you know, it's magnets in there spinning around and everything. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Like, if it's cooled or pressurized or something like that, uh, why the... They need superconductor. It wasn't very cold in that tube when I went in it, though. No, no. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Certainly not super cold. I'm not sure how they're using uh, superconductors and how that works. But, so, this, the LK99, Tim, if it is real, which which we'll talk about, uh, you know, it'd be a new material that would do a ton of stuff which like we can talk about later but but the biggest thing being You're putting a lot of pins and things here well I, i'm trying Wait, to... hold on hold on it, it would be a game changer because we wouldn't need to have those controlled yes environments for them that would we... take a lot of energy mm-hmm. to maintain yes you could just plug in a super conductor here or mm-hmm. bring a super i don't <laughs> see this is where like it, i understand all this uh-huh but like Okay, your example of electrocuting me with a wire. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be able to do it so much better. I know. I understand that. <laughs> but what is there a practical that doesn't mm-hmm. uh, application of this that doesn't involve just like uh, murdering your best friend with electricity? There are tons of practical applications. So the one... Uh, in and rel- this is of superconductors in general, like yes. what they're being used for currently. Or no, this is if potentially if, if this room if it temperature makes sense, if mm-hmm. if if it makes sense to do it, okay. If this is a viable thing, it's going to make other things possible that aren't currently. One of them to to keep along the lines of MRI machines is it would make it possible to make portable, like handheld MRI machines. Okay, you wouldn't need that whole big contraption, so they would be way cheaper we would be able to you would be able to i'm sure they'd keep them real low cost uh you'd be able to like use them in the field you know you wouldn't have to have a whole facility dedicated to uh to this cool but you know what we can go to a room 
I don't think it's be, to, to help out lazy people that don't want to go to a room. I don't want to drive 15 I, minutes to a room that has this <laughs> machine. In. I, I think it's like, you know, in, in cases of like uh, 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 disasters or war right. or whatever. Okay. You'd be able to have like field operations. Well, I'm anti-war, Tom. So, <laughs> right, so you, and I think disasters uh, are pretty bad too. Yeah, so. so we shouldn't be trying to facilitate them in any way. Yeah, exactly. A lot of wars. You, you help the wars if you. Yeah, uh, the, one of the big reasons why this whole Russia thing hasn't evolved into or devolved into World War Three is. Like nobody wants to bring the MRI machines <laughs> all the way to the war zone. Yeah. So they're like, eh, we'll just keep fighting here. We look, we'd love to turn this into a world war, but just how are we gonna get all those people to go to those? The logic's rooms? airtight. Okay. So number one, you can uh, have portable MRI machines. Yes. Uh number two it would make it easier and cheaper to do uh, maglev. Uh, for like uh, high-speed rail? Yes. Or- so one of the other things that I forgot to mention, one of the other uh, 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 aspects of this, of a superconductor, is that it has diamagnetism, which is a material... When a material when a material expels a magnetic field, it's a classic signature of a superconductor through a phenomenon called the Meissner effect. So basically, with superconductors, from what I understand, which again is a lot, is very yeah. I mean, I I did go to school for twenty years to learn about this. Stuff. You did, yeah. Oh, okay. I never mentioned that. Yeah, I've been going to night school. I've been going to correspondence school about... About uh, superconductors? About, yeah, just getting my uh, physicist I can tell by degree. the way you speak about it, yeah. <laughs> I know all the lingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but from what I understand, it's basically that if you put a superconductor like over a magnet, mm-hmm. it floats. It like hovers in the air. So it's also a magnet. Yeah, but but the way it, I believe it you has You know everything you're talking about here, the MRIs, <laughs> the the, the maglev. <laughs> you think I'm just describing magnets. Yeah, I think this is just magnet stuff. One of the differences I believe in a whole episode on magnet stuff has to do with how the magnetic fields line up so that cuz like you think about now, you hold a magnet over another magnet and like you can feel they're pushing against each other. But if you let go, that magnet will flip over to its other polarity and stick together. Right. With this, I think it's... I wanted to do uh, my science fair project on that in sixth grade. And what what would have... the? Tell me more. That's that's what everybody <laughs> said to me. And I was just like, look, the magnets, if you hold them this way, they stick together. But if you hold them this way, they resist sticking together. And they were like, okay. And what are you going to study? It was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll just demonstrate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they I'm made me do a whole bl- different project. Blow some minds. <laughs> well, no, no sixth grader is doing like, oh, yeah, they made a real freaking scientific breakthrough. Yeah, with they're their... all doing the volcano thing with yeah. the, with the Did baking soda. Did you ever make a uh, volcano? No, I feel like when they had this a... is as good as the yeah oh, it, vinegar and baking soda better. is the same thing as uh, the magnets. How yeah. do they work? I feel like when when we did a science when we had like science fairs, they specifically said we couldn't do the volcano thing yeah. because I think it doesn't really it's not really like a science experiment. No, it's just these two things react to each other and that has nothing to do with how volcanoes <laughs> work and and i think it was also like uh like the town dads were all like oh cool yeah this is where i can get involved let's make a volcano yeah i've seen sitcoms i yeah. know what what it, what it takes to win a science fair but there's still tv shows today that you watch and like you know the kid wins the science fair with a fucking volcano yeah it's like come on Come that, on, that doesn't happen. Family. Well, what, yeah. Well, what what 
science fair judge is like, oh, never. Oh, what? The vinegar science fair judges are, are the freaking most disgusting people in society, though. They're the dumbest assholes you'll ever meet. <laughs> Tim, it sounds like you're still holding a lot. Uh, a, you're carrying a lot around with you about this magnet yeah, I'm upset thing. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so as a result, uh, science fair judges are the most disgusting people y'all ever. Yeah, dumbest assholes. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, Tim, before uh, you were you were going on and on about your <laughs> grudge with the science fair judges, explaining this this Meisner effect from what I understand and this could be wrong I believe it it the polarity or something is different so that that doesn't happen it doesn't flip it just floats like it like the whole thing just kind of repels instead of just one side repelling that's Um, fine and I honestly don't care about the science behind it I'm now Mm-hmm. Concerned with the applications, right? Of a su- of a superconductor, um, beyond here. I read an article. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to you. And, well, me. and let me before we get off the magnetism thing. Let me just say that's probably like a lot of the videos. That's what they demonstrate. Gotcha. That it's a magnet, and this little piece, you know, looks like a little rock is like hovering or like standing up on it you can do that with a fan and a, a crumpled up gum wrap <laughs> well part of this which is why there there's a lot of skepticism of course but there's also a lot of uh because they published all this information publicly there are a lot tons of labs right now, hundreds of labs probably that are replicating it or trying to replicate it um, because it, it doesn't require crazy equipment. It's equipment that like most university labs have access to. Right. Um, and like some people are successfully a- appearing to recreate it, but there's still a lot of uh, like questions about uh, even even big questions like, cool, can this be can this actually be mass produced or is this just going to kind of be like a little lab oddity of like, as you know, you can make a little tiny speck of a superconductor right. y- using these things. And yeah, it's not useful for anything, but look, it hovers over a magnet. Yeah. Um, 
hey, look, it could be fun to like have that in a science museum or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, at the gift shop, maybe. Yeah. Um, the article that I read about this that mm-hmm. I did not really understand. Right. I, I, I had, for most articles. I had I had two uh, takeaways. Uh-huh. Number one, it was like, uh, if somebody, you know, uh, creates this and has like a patent or whatever, mm-hmm. they stand to make like trillions of dollars. Right. Yeah. Potentially. And like, so I skimmed the rest of the article, <laughs> but I was also like, but How? And then the other thing was like, well, if they use this to like replace all of the electrical grids, yeah, um, you can uh, reduce um, electricity uh, usage, yeah, by fifteen percent, mm-hmm. which is good, right? But like, but it doesn't sound like that's going to change the world. It's not going to change the world, and mm-hmm. like. There are ways that we could update our yeah. power grid here <laughs> in the U.S. right now that. Yeah. that would probably, like, it's probably so outdated mm-hmm. that, like, we have the technology to bring it down 15% already. Yeah. But, like, we're just not going to do that. Yeah. Well, our, so I was looking up, apparently the U.S. power grid right now, on average, wastes about 8% of uh, the electricity. Okay. But in some other countries with, like, less developed power grids, uh, which, surprisingly, there are countries with even worse (laughs) power grids than ours, uh, it could be up to 20%. Right. And that's when you include, like, the cables and transformers and all that kind of transformers? stuff. Transformers? Yeah. They they steal a lot of the electricity, yeah. Tim. They need something to run on. You think yeah. they run on human food? No, electricity. They're machines. Yeah, they are machines. Um, I suppose it's better than petroleum. Yes. Well, oh, the machines? Yeah. The transformers? Yeah. Yeah. We but, don't want them running on gas. Yeah, that's true. And then, then electric like cars always, always pumping out. Yeah, you know, they you don't want We're to trans- all about electric transformer cars, with a tailpipe. We spewing out uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah. So yeah, it could. Um, Hold on, I know you're going to go mm-hmm. into a thing. I just want to say later on, I want to talk about how um, all of this has solidified a thought in my head that I think there should be. Um, we should stop all technological prog- progress. Okay, that and but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, said. yeah. I want you to talk about. <laughs> okay, the meat and potatoes here, <laughs> and then my rebuttal, <laughs> which will be enough with all this. Tim, I, I think you'd get along a lot more, a lot better with this Robert Durst that lives in your building than than your 20-year-old cousins with, with these kinds of attitudes. Yeah, well, we all feel and the same age. Why... <laughs> it's, it seems like you feel older than this man. Uh, I might just be wiser than most people. Maybe not older. Um, so... It would, uh, yeah. If we replace all the power lines, yeah, it would make it would make a, a decent size. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, it'd be fifteen percent more efficient, efficient or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you were saying like, ah, oh, there's things we could do now. I'm sure there are, but this, I mean, this wouldn't be like a small undertaking, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's my other thing. Yeah, like any like. We have a lot of technologies mm-hmm. that, if applied on a large scale, yeah. um, and I'm talking about the U.S. here, I don't know, right. right? But would would make things a lot better mm-hmm. that we don't do because it's expensive. And yeah, we, and, and, and we and you, you know, can't and, uh, make a fucking uh, devastating uh, weapon out of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are ways to do that. With oh, this. with with this? Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. I'm sure oh, yeah, there are. those um, are the applications that will make this a trillion dollar. Yeah, you know what uh, this would be really good for? Is uh, rail guns. That's what, what is a rail gun? <laughs> a rail gun. And to be clear, mm-hmm. you know a lot about this. You uh, 3D print guns. <laughs> I don't 3D print guns. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even used my. So you can get them through security, while. right? Uh, no, not so I can get them. Tim, you've been watching uh, that that uh, uh, Harrison Ford uh, 
or no, no, uh, in the clear, line of fire, yeah, yeah, uh, the Clint it, Eastwood John Malkovich movie. Yeah, in he the had the plastic fire. gun yeah. that he brought on a mm-hmm. plane or something. No, he was going to use it to kill the president. Yeah, but I think he brought it on a plane too. Yeah, it's how he got through because he detectors. had the bullet in a uh, rabbit's, rabbit's foot. foot. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I was like, that's oh, keys, pretty, yeah, smart, yeah, one shot. Idea. Um, yeah, what's a rail gun? I think there were two bullets in it because I think it was a double barrel. Uh, uh gun yeah, yeah. So a rail gun is basically. The... You know, John Malkovich got um, arrested for that movie. <laughs> is that true? Because he threatened to kill the president, and they're just like, "I don't care if you were." It doesn't acting. matter. You yeah. can't say it. You can't say it. Yeah. Well, you just said it. No, I said he threatened to kill the president. Yeah. Yep. You said it again. <laughs> I. Oh, um. A railgun is essentially how uh, Batman and Robin the Chiller at Six Flags Great Adventure works. Okay, with... now you got me. <laughs> now you're speaking my scientific language. It uses magnets to fire uh, a projectile. Okay. So like magnets firing off in sequence, you know, reverse polarity to get something going. Yeah, my going. Sixth, my sixth grade science project comes yeah. to life. Uh, and it just kind of uses like a row of magnets that like, you know, quickly switch on to get the thing up to okay. speed very fast. Okay. Um, and so he, like all those roller coasters, the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster, for example. Yeah. Not King to Ka. That used like a, I think water pressure to launch you or some weird thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, um, but maybe they can upgrade it once they've got... Oh, so, yeah, they can make faster roller coasters with, with this stuff. Yeah. Especially if then they make the rails maglev. That's... Ooh, no. too, you'll kill people. It'll be too fast. When's the last time you've been on an intense roller coaster? It's pre-pandemic, right? Oh, no. When I was in uh, uh, Disneyland in Paris. Oh. Because I went on the Iron Man Captain Marvel, which was the rock and roller coaster. Oh. Yeah. They're gonna have to get rid of the Aerosmith thing when uh, Steven Tyler like goes on trial for uh, <laughs> yeah uh, the horrible things with uh, underage people, right? Maybe I think there. You think was... Disney might be like, mm, yeah? I maybe. think actually I read some rumor that like Disney's thinking about like changing it to like Queen roller yeah. coaster, which probably they like have run the numbers and they're like the music's more popular and the licensing fees are lower and less problematic. Uh, uh, what was I going to say about it? Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid that if I go on an intense roller coaster, I'm going to die. <laughs> well, don't go on one of these superconductor ones. I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I might think I'm 25. But... <laughs> right, but but I could die on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not through an accident or anything, just no, through just shock. A, yeah, and like... Less likely than the, the old Jinx man, of course. He would he'd be sure you don't to die. No, maybe he'd, he's a big enthusiast. Him, no, you put him on freaking Rolling Thunder, and he's well. He'd I'll tell you bucket. what: if he's got anything in common with the real Jinx, Tim, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than that to kill him. <laughs> put him on a roller coaster. <laughs> maybe if they put like you know how sometimes you hear like ah they found like some Nazi hiding. You know, so we're putting this like 95 year old, you know, in Germany, like we're going to put this 95 year old man on trial, um, which is great. Like, of course, do that. But shouldn't that be like a like, uh, look, you can either like die in jail or you can roll the dice and we'll put you on a roller coaster <laughs> 10 times in a row. <laughs> it's the Aerosmith <laughs> rock and roller coaster. And like the, there's not going to be breaks in between or anything. But if you survive that. You walk free away scot-free. Yeah. The only Nazi to be found uh, not guilty by reason of riding a roller coaster ten times and living to tell the tale. Nah, he'd still be guilty, but that would be his part. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it would make everybody happy. <laughs> you get to watch it. Because, like, at the very least, like, even if he survived, <laughs> number one, he wouldn't be the same afterwards. You'd see him stumble away from that. Yeah, thing. when you like to watch like a a ninety five year old Nazi being like, uh, put, <laughs> "No, please stop it! Stop the roller coaster!" Yeah, it's like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Franz. <laughs> that is what you agreed to. This was the deal." Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, his reaction would be enough, even if he got to walk away. Right. 
It's like it'd be like that Kill Bill thing. He'd like walk ten steps and then uh, collapse, <laughs> Just collapse and die. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering too if it would be like even uh, even more chilling if like w- when the roller coaster came back, like he wasn't screaming. He was just very quiet. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, you could use a superconductor to kill old Nazis with a roller coaster, for example. You, oh man, I I didn't think about the roller coaster applications, which are like I said, twofold and could really get out of control. Yeah. Um, I think we're again no we don't need any more roller coaster mm-hmm. advancements. Um but yeah we do. Come on. Keep going, fellas. It's too scary. Um I see the picture of you on a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. That's yeah. that roller coaster. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's uh Captain Marvel and Iron Man uh, right yeah, there. We'll uh, post that picture. Yeah, we were helping to uh, fight the scrolls, I think, or the, the Somebody. The scrolls became good at some point. I yeah, think. but some of them are bad. I don't know. We were in space. Iron Man needed our help, and okay. he had made you a don't ask questions in that, in that case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I had a few questions because he was speaking French, so I didn't really know what he was saying. But that he pointed to the roller coaster, and then the gates opened. So I was like, "All right, I guess this is what he wants us to do." Us to go in there, yeah. Um. So some of the other things that it could do is, um, uh, well, well, like one of the big things, the biggest thing is basically this would be like a huge technological leap forward in ways that we don't even really, you know, we wouldn't know for decades until we're like working with this stuff. Some of the things we might be able to do, but it would just make everything way more efficient but one of the other differences is uh you know if they started using this stuff in like computers and phones those things would not get warm anymore they would not generate heat okay who cares uh does your phone ever go like oh no i'm burning well, how but, frail are you no but that's a big uh obstacle in like how fast these things can go because like they could they could just pump more voltage into your phone and make it twice as fast, but it's going to burn out gotcha. because it gets too hot. But once we have superconductors in there, you don't have to worry about What's that. Your dream, just like a really fast phone. We're <laughs> talking about how fast phones are, um, and it would also have implications in battery technology because of that. So similarly, you know, like you plug in your phone and it gets warm while it's charging. Sure. That's waste heat coming out of there. That's, you know, inefficiencies. Right. This would not have those inefficiencies, which means you would be able to like plug in your phone potentially for like a few seconds and it would be able to charge it from zero to 100. So there's a lot of things like that that would potentially fundamentally change. If all of a sudden battery, even something like an EV battery would take way less time, would take seconds or minutes to fully charge. Well, now you wouldn't need as big of a battery. Right. Uh, and you wouldn't need as nearly as big of an engine because you could use the superconductor and the engine parts. It would be a way more efficient engine. Okay. Way more so efficient this, battery. Right. Efficiency. Um, Energy yeah. efficiency. But to a point, not just a like, oh, cool, my phone's faster than ever. Right. To the point where it makes technology like, uh, you know what a desalination, desalination plant is? Uh, it takes the piss out of water or something? <laughs> not the piss. It takes the salt <laughs> out. If there's piss in there, I think it will take that out, too. All right, yeah. <laughs> the scientific dream, a way to take piss out of water. <laughs> I mean... What you mean? What? That's part of it. Yeah, it's but... part of the dream. It's not a huge <laughs> problem. Anyway, things like desalinization plants, which currently there are not that many, basically because it's too expensive to do. You know, right? So even in places uh, that don't have water but have access to seawater. It's still like, eh, it's still just cheaper to like truck this water in than it is to run a desalinization plant. But if it suddenly doesn't cost that much money to run a desalinization plant, well, now you could have tons of them. You could have ones potentially that are, you know, just powered off of solar. So now they're not 
needing any kind of uh uh you know grid power they're right. they're super efficient uh and same thing with uh like they think superconductors could lead to breakthroughs with like uh uh fusion like uh potentially like cold fusion see i made a list of things that <laughs> I, uh, I uh scientific stuff that i thought uh-huh Cold fusion was at the top of my list. Yeah. What would that mean? That would just be a way to uh, generate like uh, generate energy. Yeah, through fusion without like the way, I believe the way it's done now, we have to put more energy in than we get out when we when we do it. So it just doesn't make sense. But if you don't have to put that uh, you know that much energy in to to get it started if it stays cold essentially i think uh it's much more effective but it, gotcha. but along with super con- the idea of a room temperature superconductor it's like a similar like technically this should be possible like the physics say this should be a thing that can be done but nobody knows how to do it right and again, it might be a thing that bunch could be... of idiots. All the scientists are just <laughs> idiots who uh, things possible, but they can't figure it yeah. out. Yeah, but but it's also one of those things where it's like, yeah, it it may be possible, and we may figure out how to do it, but it will turn out not to be like a, a way that's beneficial, that's helpful. It won't it it'll, it won't make sense. And again, that's the thing with LK ninety nine. They're not exactly sure how easy it will be to produce, how, because, uh, you know, we're making like super small samples now. Uh, but like they don't know, it might be like super brittle. I think it is very brittle. And like there might be a way to make it not so brittle, but there might not be. And then in that case, well, we can't make wires out of this. It's brittle, it doesn't work in wires. So it'd still be like beneficial, but not you know, a game changer, like, uh, like, you know, people speculate. Yeah. Well, the first time I saw a headline about this thing that we're talking about, that I forget the name of it is I thought it was, uh, LK 99. Yeah. I thought it was cold fusion. I was like, Oh, that's the, that's it. Like there's aliens and we have cold fusion. Like all the science fiction movies are, you know, coming to, to a head now. Right, but you didn't know what it, what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it meant, but I just I, I heard about it a lot. Well, so Tim, there's also we also had to watch out for chaos theory, Tom. Um, and the other thing on my list was a perpetual motion machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with a perpetual motion okay. machine. All right, uh, and perpetual motion is one of those things. Actually, I believe that is kind of the opposite where you know, physicists say like, no, this is not possible, you know, uh, because of like entropy and energy loss. Like you can't make something that you don't have to put more energy in and it just always keeps going. Uh, But, but that there are, you know, other people that come out of the woods every, you know, decade or so they're like, I've done it. I've made, and you know, it's hoaxes or they got, you know, they did something wrong and they didn't understand it. So, like, like I said, kind of, idiots. kind of the opposite of a superconductor in that scientists That's, don't think it's possible, right. but other people do and, and keep trying to make it happen. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to... I was just about to say something else about L, good old LK99, but I... That people think it might be a hoax? Oh, no, I, this is what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people... There's like apparently two teams working on it and they got into a fight and they like filed separately. Yeah, that Um, was the article I read. Yeah. So there is like a lot of stuff around it where it's like and there there's one or two. uh, I don't even know what you would call them, but like things that you do when you're proving this stuff that they didn't do that. Like, you know, people that know about this stuff are like. Well, if they didn't test this, then it, this is worthless until somebody tests if X is true. Right. Uh, and and it's also like highly suspect that they didn't do that test. And very plausible that they did do that test. It didn't give them the result they liked, so they excluded it. Right. Um, but. That is uh, very sus. <laughs> but 
uh, you brought up uh, an, a, an important thing when you brought up the, the aliens being real. I know. Is that some people think that this is the exactly the type of stuff that these whistleblowers are talking about where it's like, yeah, somebody got this material from a, a retrieved craft and it has been reverse engineered. And there's like a weird thing where in the patent it cites another patent as like prior work that is a Navy patent that is around mm. like anti-gravity technology or something, um, which the patent office put in there, like not these people. These people weren't these scientists. uh I believe they're in South Korea did not say like, Oh yeah, we're working off of this. But like somebody in the patent office was like, Oh, it's just like this. And it's a patent that like UFO enthusiasts have already like been keeping an eye on. Like, look at this weird patent that the Navy came, uh, came up with out of nowhere. So yeah, it's possible that, that this is, I mean, I don't understand how these things are. And, uh, you know, it's very surprising that I wouldn't understand this, but, uh, (laughs) How these things are developed. They just like start like putting things together and then running tests on them. That's why I always wonder. Like people who are scientists, like I've known some scientists in my day. And uh, you've known one. We've both known one. No, scientist. I know another one. I know the one you're thinking <laughs> of, and I know another one. Uh, the one that we know, <laughs> we haven't talked to in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. But be, besides that guy, he worked at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. Yeah, he did. Like when we oh, were. Oh, I know another one too, separately from you. Probably. It might be the, the same other, other one yeah, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always wonder. Like, yeah, are you like? I'm sure there are a lot of days where it's like, oh, I'm working on proving this. But like, are there days where it's just like, all right, everybody try and come up with something new today. <laughs> what <laughs> like, if we put <laughs> copper into uh, yeah, look, this thing? Uh, we, we brought Shoot some electrons at it. We, we brought out the big folding tables. We put every all the chemicals <laughs> we got out, all the metals and everything. And you know, put, no be, dumb ideas here, be guys. Careful, just, put on your safety yeah. goggles, everybody. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, just donuts. Like, start mixing things and uh, yeah, let's just start brainstorming. You know, uh, put them in one of those centrifuges. Sure, light it on fire yeah. with a Bunsen burner. You know, come on, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, no bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and that's. And in fairness, how many freaking famous uh, inventions are accidents where somebody was trying to create? They always say that, but then they're like, you know, whiteout. <laughs> it's like, okay. No, well, not just whiteout, but like LSD, like that guy wasn't trying to make LSD and yeah. he like got some on his skin and was like, what is going on? Like reality is melting, uh, which must have been crazy to be like the first guy having a an acid trip and not Thinking knowing you're just having a medical episode, but uh, he didn't. He's just like, I was riding my bike home and I was like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't sixties were weird, man. Yeah. It was the, the, the days when you, you didn't have to wear gloves when you worked at a lab. <laughs> you ever hear this story? There's this woman, she got uh, I forget what it was called a, a scientist. And she like got like a drop of, I forget what it was. And it was like on the glove, but it went through the glove. I forget what it is and the whole, but it was like, it was like the most horrific story where it's like, once this happened, it's like, well, that will, uh, over the next couple of weeks, work its way to your brain and kill you. And there is absolutely nothing that can be done that can like slow this down, reverse it. Nothing. It's just, yep. Well, turns out I don't want to work in a lab. <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be fun for those days that we were just describing. Yeah, but like what could happen? Even if you're wearing gloves. You could die. Um the the place that discovered it, Tim. I mean, this is like the kind of place where it's like, isn't that where uh Ant Man worked? Uh the Quantum Energy Research Center in <laughs> South Korea. Uh which like I'm always like suspect if it doesn't have like a name. If it's like a like you know the the uh, Lee uh, Center for oh you think it should have a yeah it just feels like generic it it feels like somebody made that like oh what should we put on the patent application Uh, the Quantum Research Center (laughs) Uh, I talked about the floating 
I thought, oh, and even in the, uh, the like, floating. the the patent, they said, um, uh, a brand new historical event that opens a new era for humankind. And it's like. Mm, That's put, what you put that in a patent? Or maybe not in the patent, but like the paper that oh, they yeah. came out with, where it's like, let other people say that once once they've you act know. like you've been here before. Yeah, like you don't have to say that. That just that's like a red flag. Yeah, that it's like you're the one hyping this up. Yeah, especially if you underplay it. Yeah. Like, these guys are so humble. Well, and that's the thing. Like the fact that they put because other people throughout history have claimed this type of thing, and you know, somewhat understandably, have been like, no, I'm not telling you how I made it. I'm going to be the world's first trillionaire. Right. If I tell you how I made it, you're going to steal it from me. Whereas these people did put out, this is how you make it, which is a big, They you also know. put out, this is how you Dougie. <laughs> that, was, that was years ago. <laughs> Teach me how to Dougie, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they also put out, this is how we do it. <laughs> that was Montel Jordan, Tim. You know that. Um, but people have, like I said, done this before, but been secretive. And from what I've read with this stuff, it's basically, look, how to do this is out. People are already doing it. And, and some people are saying, yeah, this is a real deal. Some people are saying, nah, this doesn't work the way they said it would work. Uh, that basically the consensus is like in a week or two, we'll know whether this is something uh, real or, uh, you know, like I said, if there's like some caveat to it or, or you know, it can't be produced in bulk or can't be used in the ways we would want to use it, uh, stuff like that. Do you feel like, uh, like a breakthrough like this mm-hmm. where it would be like implementation would be like over the next like years, decades. Yeah, whatever. that's it would be from what I've read. They're like, even if this is like true, it would probably take like a decade for practical applications of you have it. Time before uh, we're all wiped out by <laughs> all the horrible shit going on. Well, that I mean, they they, you know, this would be like a huge potential game changer as far as global warming because uh it would just make a lot of stuff way more efficient right again it's not like we can just replace everything now in you know oh yeah the five years we'll have everything replaced and everything will be fine if there was the will yeah but i mean that's the thing that like it it it's not necessarily something to hang all your hopes on but it is one of the things where it's like uh you know even years ago when people would say like like well this is like the future we're doomed to with global warming unless somebody comes up with a room temperature super right like it is kind of one of those things where it's like oh shit this could potentially it's eh. one of those things yeah. but i feel like to like move the needle it could it could lead at to- this point mm-hmm. is like all right, and we just need like thirty-five other things that are equal yeah. um, to this that we all we start implementing all of this, you know, piecemeal at the same mm. time, and then uh, and then we'll be slightly less fucked, I think. Yeah, because because it, it is a you know, oh, the, the this will this could lead to cold fusion. It could lead to. A perpetual um, motion machine. Perpetual motion machine. No, but like I said, it makes things like desalinization plants mm-hmm. uh, viable. Uh, and I feel like there are, you know, a, a bunch of things like that, that, uh, uh, you know, people always point to like, oh, we could do, you know, oh, this is a way we could like help the planet help. And it's like, yeah, but that's uh, that costs too much money. It can't be done. This might actually make some stuff like cheap enough that uh, it would potentially roll out like pretty quickly just because the companies that only care about money, it would still make sense for them to do it because they would be saving a tremendous amount of money. Uh, It would, you know, it'd make energy way cheaper. It would make energy storage a lot cheaper and easier. So then, you know, you do start having the potential of uh i don't know things like uh like oh we could have like autonomous robots cleaning the ocean just running on solar power 
Uh, and we just don't really have to like think about it. They are just out there. Have them also that. kill some of those monsters down there. Have them kill some of the monsters if they come across them. Yeah. Put put har- put harpoons guns just on put, them. Oh no, just they'll have case. the uh, they'll have the rail guns. Yeah. Put a put a rail harpoon gun in there. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would really uh, freak those monsters <laughs> out. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's about killing sea monsters, right? <laughs> yeah. Aliens of the deep, they call. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. <laughs> if you're a big science fan, check out <laughs> tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there, our subreddit, our Discord. Check all those things out. You can find me on most social media platforms, at Tom Reynolds. You can find me at your pal Tim on freaking Blue Sky. Get on Blue Sky. I think it's still invite only. Oh. Okay, well, I got I got these invites piled up. Well you, well, you have like three. You can you can get it. Uh, I have news for you, Tom. Four. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I take it back. You can yeah. get everybody on there that <laughs> wants to be on there. Uh, and what is your phone number if people are interested in one of those? Uh, five five five. Uh, K- uh, Klondike five <laughs> six four three. Why did they do that? Klondike five. Old shows. Um, oh, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide for books and podcasts. We just finished reading The Time Machine, and now we've both watched the 2002 Guy Pierce vehicle, The cl- the Time Machine. <laughs> the <laughs> you said The Klondike <laughs> Machine. It's about an old phone. Uh, you can get that and uh, tons of uh, episodes of books of podcasts and more. Uh, billions of hours, I think we calculated. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, ah, hundreds of hours. Uh, right? Certainly hundreds of hours. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, one of the other things with superconductors, Tim, could potentially lead to uh, things such as hoverboards. Mm. I mean, like, you have a hoverboard here. In your it area. doesn't work, though. But oh, if I got yeah. some of the superconductor, I could put it in there and maybe get it to work. You know what would be messed up? What's that? If they had legit Back to the Future style hoverboards mm-hmm. and because of uh, all this, uh, yeah, yeah. whatever. And uh, and then people are like, oh, I know what hoverboards are. And it was just the, 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 oh, yeah. the things that were popular five years yeah, ago. Yeah, like the segues without the handles. Yeah. Yeah, and then it and then the hoverboards fail. I think if they had real hoverboards, people would be like, "Oh, cool, real hoverboards," and they would just start calling them real hoverboards. Yeah, that's true. Like the real Ghostbusters. Um, but so like it seems like that would work if you had like strong enough superconductors in there. But I think it would also be like intensely dangerous, you know. Uh. To, yeah, to have that, to have a strong there. enough magnet that it repels the Earth's magnetic field, and mm. you just and it's made by Mattel, and you stand on it and and just push off. And also, like there wouldn't be friction, so you would go really fast. Yeah, I think it would work over water. I think though. it would work over water too. It's just yeah. about to. So that's a that's a, pl- uh, a way to get that wrong. Back to the future yeah, too. Nice job, assholes. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.